This is Bet MGM Tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. Let's go, Kansas State. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekind sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yeah, I'm pretty much done with the Wizards. Now, live from Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas, Nevada, site of the big game, it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Eshoo. That's right. We're live from Vegas. I'm so glad they came. I love it. It's like, we can't, we can't say we're in D.C. Or we're not in D.C., guys, with this, this backdrop we got going on. I do People miss the 900 voice, though. Do live you? from Washington, oh, yeah. D.C. <laughs> Time to get it's in those spots. Whatever happened to 1-900 numbers? The internets. Yeah, I guess that's true. Nobody really does that anymore. Although, I guess you probably won't tell the story on air, but you did have a funny run-in with uh, a neighbor that thought you did something. That... Oh, yeah, yeah. She saw my false eyelashes. I told her I worked at night and, <laughs> and kept odd hours. And she said, you know, truth be told, Trista, I thought maybe I had met my first uh, sex worker. <laughs> and that I is... said, wow. I must be doing well at that if that, I moved into the neighborhood. I, I was like three weeks into moving into this one of One of the funniest stories you've ever told. Maggie Gray live on set with us, host of Maggie and Perloff. Weekday morning, CBS Sports Radio. You guys are on at 3 a.m. out here. You, I have nothing I was up listening to them this morning, yeah, Nick. We, yeah, because we yep. didn't go to bed until after 3 a.m. Literally. <laughs> yes. Uh, hi, guys. Thank you for having me on. So it's funny. When I walk to the set, I'm like in a blazer with like my credential on and I'm all determined to walk in and people are like double fisting in the hallways, making <laughs> out, puking. Some guy was like weirdly sticking his tongue out at us. Like there's been, I saw someone getting a back massage at a blackjack table at two yes. o'clock in the morning. I mean, we've, we've seen a lot and it's been worth every moment. I met you, I think the 2017 Super Bowl. that was Houston. Yeah. That was 28, three. We were just uh, lamenting and we were in, in nostalgia mode about how those radio rows were, and you've covered a lot more of those than me. What's your favorite Super Bowl that you've done? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I can't say this one because you guys would say you're a liar. Uh, no, this has been great, though. Um, I really – actually, I am going to say this one. Can I tell you why? And it's not because of Radio Row. Radio Row is its own behemoth thing. It's cool to do and, and can be fun. We've been doing stuff outside in Las Vegas, like off campus. Yeah. And these are the two favorite things I've ever done. We went to a Elvis-themed wedding. Wow. Uh, my Peach. co-host and I, Pearl Me off, and you. we <laughs> bought tuxedo t-shirts because one must dress for the occasion. Sure. Yeah. And uh, we found this couple at the Little Vegas Chapel, and they said they'd be into it. They were renewing their vows. And an Elvis impersonator, like, remarried them. He walked her down the aisle. He sang a few songs. I kid you not, I looked over to Perloff and he was like crying. I'm like, oh we don't even no, know these people. Really? They're like Scott and Michelle. He's like, what? I love love. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> That's amazing. It was so, it was actually quite touching. And uh, so that was number one. And two, we went to the place, uh, Gold and Silver Pawn Shop, where they shoot pawn Oh, yeah, pawns. yeah, yeah. PJ okay. was so, I went there with him on Sunday. He was so excited to go. It was his and, first yeah. destination off the plane. Yes, and didn't it deliver? Do. I mean, yeah. it's great. So we had an idea. Perloff will take $20. I'll take $20. Who can find the coolest thing for 20 bucks? Mm -hmm. And we'll put it on our set. We'll take it back to New York with us. 
And uh, we got in there and they laughed in our faces when they said $20. <laughs> They're like, we have a $30,000 Lionel Messi jersey like hanging on the <laughs> yeah. wall. We think you have the wrong place. And um, But we stayed with it. We haggled him and did the whole thing. And we got one cool Elvis plate that plays music and another cool Elvis memorabilia thing. So Elvis is the theme. So, Maggie, I haven't really slept much this week, and my brain is not what it used to be already. You're a Buffalo Bills fan, correct? I am, yeah. What do we got to do to get the Buffalo Bills in this game next year and get Josh Allen some help? Like the defensive side of the ball, a bunch of injuries. We'll obviously talk about the uh, the big game, but what do you think the Bills' move should be? I mean, witchcraft? Witchcraft? You got any uh, voodoo dolls? I don't know. I don't know what this team did to anger the sports gods because this kind of pain – shouldn't really be inflicted on one fan base. And I know the Vikings have had their troubles. and There's been some heartbreaks for a lot of organizations. I mean, we do a whole thing on the Jets. But, I mean, to miss another field goal felt particularly, particularly mean. Torture. It wasn't the Super Bowl, obviously, and it wasn't a game winner. It would have been to tie. But, I mean, still, I I was in favor of getting rid of McDermott, Sean McDermott. Mm -hmm. He's the only coach who's been – at this job as long as he has been and has not nearly had the success of any of the other coaches who've had the privilege of having that job. I said before the playoffs started, uh, I don't even care if they go to the Super Bowl. Jim Harbaugh should have been the one they were targeting, and it should have been months ago, months ago, when the NCAA first started coming after Harbaugh. Would he have picked Buffalo over L.A.? I mean, who does that? But maybe with Josh Allen, there would have had a chance. But, yes, a coaching change has to happen. Totally agree. I mean, obviously now the coaching change probably isn't going to at this point in the cycle. But in terms of what else they do with that roster, like is Stephon Diggs back? Like what type of – I I feel like they could have some major roster overhaul this offseason. they're cap hell. I mean, they're so strapped and they're over by like 50 million. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone, the top 15 players on the roster have to restructure. Um, And we had Dalton Kincaid on the show today, and I asked him about Stephon Diggs like – you know, something we don't know about him or something. And he's like, I have no BS. He's the most positive guy in the locker room. And I'm like, BS. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But uh, listen, Kincaid was huge. Huge. Khalil Shakir. I, they yeah. need, he was a gamer. You know, listen, here's the thing about the Bills. They had a perfect game plan against the Chiefs yes. until they just abandoned it for some reason mm-hmm. in the final five minutes of the game. So um, I don't know. I, I wish I had a better fix, um, but Josh Allen in crunch time is always going to be himself, and I'm actually fine with that. You know, the one thing we I joked about here was yeah. that having Bills fans in Vegas would have been amazing. Like We're, we're great uh, everywhere. Uh, Bills fans yeah. are also the nicest but craziest people all at the same time. Uh, one of my friends, Ryan Hickey, who works at CBS, had a great – he summed it up perfectly. He goes, if they gave out Lombardi trophies – for tailgating, yes, the oh. Bills would be the dynasty of our yeah. lifetime. Yes. And I'm like, yes, yeah. we would be a dynasty. Yeah. I mean, just get the ketchup and mustard out, yeah. put, light me on fire, and throw me <laughs> through a table. I'm, I'm for all of it. We we talked about this with uh, the sideline reporter for the Chiefs just a, just a few minutes ago, and it's like it feels like the teams that play the Chiefs, no matter whether they have more talent, yeah. whether they come in and know the weaknesses to exploit from the Chiefs, they just seem to blink. They just seem psyched to out. Fight. Yeah, psyched out. Yeah. Do you think it's fear? of what the Chiefs have been? Or do you think it's animosity for what the Chiefs have been and they really feel like their emotions? Because that's what happened in the Ravens game. Their oh, yeah. emotions Zay got Flower with the taunting penalty, the yeah. out of character for him. The pre-game nonsense. With Tucker. Yeah. The Van Noy helmet and yeah, the Kelsey. Kelsey. Uh, it, which one is it? Is it allure? Is it aggression? Like in your estimation, yeah. and that happened obviously with, with Josh at the end sure. of the game too. 
So I think it's a little bit of what the Patriots used to do, which is, you know, they're not going to beat themselves. Now, listen, I'm not going to tell you Andy Reid is like the master clock management guy. He's a Hall of Famer and amazing. But like that, there's still a little weakness there. But they're not going to make the mistake. You're going to make it. And I think there's something about the Patriots are like that. Like they're always going to be buttoned up. They're always going to be the one on the P's and Q's. And if anyone is blowing this thing, it's not us because we're prepared. And I'm not saying the other teams aren't. I mean, the Ravens certainly didn't look prepared no. on the offensive side. They got totally taken. They were panicked. Um, but I think there's something where it's almost like uh, the machine that keeps moving forward at you. Like you, you know it's not going to slow down, yeah. and it's up to you to adjust to it. Who do you like in the game? Niners are two-point favorites now, total 47 and a half. Are you rolling with Mahomes and the Chiefs? Are you, are okay. you, you can't bet against can, Mahomes? Can we talk it out? Okay, so <laughs> – betting against Mahomes when he's getting two points seems so dumb mm -hmm. but I'm sitting here in this amazing casino and I feel like these people know a little something in the sports book yeah. so while everyone's picking the Chiefs I feel like I should zag and pick the 49ers just because to not follow the public money yeah it'll he, be you and me together listening yep. to yeah, shows hey, like I'm on, I'm on Chiefs minus seven <laughs> trust us okay. all in on Chiefs all in minus so seven. Wow, we're very split seven. on the show okay. plus very 320 though great value I, I love that. That'd be interesting. I wonder how many points do the Chiefs have to score to cover minus seven, do you think? Man. Probably 28. I think 23. 24. Really? You don't think the 49ers are going to do anything? I just think it's going to be so tough. And we're talking about a Chiefs defense that are sh shutting down a Bills team that was started, starting to finally click offensively. The Ravens were blowing teams out. You sure. saw what they did against the Niners on Christmas Day. You saw what they did to the Lions. Two very potent offenses, and there was just nada. Like, I could see a game similar to the way that the Ravens played the Niners okay. in, the, in the Super Bowl. The one thing about that, and it's a great logic, the one thing about that is the Chiefs couldn't do anything in the second half offensively. Yeah. You think they were playing possum? Well, no, I'm just – I just don't know if the 49ers are going to go away. Like, you know, if the Ravens offense can do anything, the 49ers have shown a pension to come back. You yeah. know, I don't know yeah. if they would like, I don't know, roll over, I guess, like the Ravens kind of, I have no idea, but I, I want to fade the public because I listen to great shows like yours. And I feel like you guys Sweet. as experts always tell people like me to fade the public. Problem is though, we've got two people here We're that are with divided. the public. Well, actually everybody's on Kansas city. So you'd actually be with the well, public. The interesting the, thing not is plus seven, but. It's interesting, too, because the reason, and from what we understand through Patrick Everson, who talks to bookmakers, yeah. we have him on once a week, that the reason that the number is two is because there's so many people like Ryan who bet the Niners pre-flop 12 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Got so it. the money, the liability, they want to split even. Yeah. And yeah. because there's 12 to 1, 11 to 1, 10 to 1 tickets all exist, then they need to make sure that the Chiefs are balancing things out. Oh, okay. I mean, that makes some sense. So Makes you a little scared now. Scared. Well, now I'm like, all What's right, the right the side? It's funny, know. though, because... So here's the thing. In real life, the moment that the spread came out, um, and the, the moment that the NFC Championship game ended, and they first posted, I think it was two... Three. It was three. Got three I got yeah. it at two, so I guess two hours after, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So I did actually make the bet, but, I mean, that was just a small one. I could go another door. Call that a little sprinkle, a little yeah, pepperoni money. just like, listen... Just a little bit, a little, little pizza money. Yeah. You know, it's funny, though, because, like, I just feel like nobody really truly has a real side in this, like 100% confident. I mean, yeah, again, like, I know you're all in on the Chiefs, but even then. I make my money by being overly delusionally we, confident. <laughs> it just it has the feel of a game that could just end on the last play of the game, and it comes down to a field goal. Definitely. We are having a discussion, a discussion today because, um, why not? Greatest Super Bowl of all time. Throw it around, you know, easy yeah. topic and mm -hmm. fun and just, you know, for S's and G's. And there, 
this one has an opportunity. It does. You know, we're talking about greatest of all time. I'm talking about, you know, the Giants upsetting the Patriots. That was a 14-point spread, a 12-point spread yeah. in that game. And we're talking about uh, 1970s, you know, Cowboys and Pittsburgh Steelers. Who knows? And, you know, talking about, uh, you know, Steelers, Arizona. These games we came out of nowhere, and this one has all the makings of a classic. Do you think there's a chance that, like, if you're looking at uh, MVP, right? Mahomes yeah. is the favorite, even though, which is weird because the Chiefs are the dogs in the game, and he's the favorite to win MVP at plus 135. Purdy's plus 230. Do you think it's worth it to play like a Travis Kelsey or a Brandon Ayuk or Debo Samuel? Because I just feel like it's a quarterback award even in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And if, like, let's say Kelsey has seven catches, yeah. 108 yards, two touchdowns, it's probably going to Mahomes, right? I mean, I, I think Kelsey could definitely win it. I mean, Taylor in the building. I, you know I, those see, numbers when she's the there, script. right? That was that's that's yeah. what I was thinking two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah I mean, and, and also Kelsey is maybe we could have the debate. Is he the greatest tight end? He's surefire yeah. Hall of yeah. Fame. Yeah. Like history showing that Travis Kelsey won a Super Bowl MVP yeah. would would not surprise anybody. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, probably same. Mm -hmm. Anyone outside of that, I would probably, you know, just just a little for yeah. fun. His evolution as a star, too. We were talking about interviewing him back in that 2017 yep. Super Bowl. He's changed completely. He's so much more polished. He's so much more charismatic. Um, and that evolution has been super fun to watch as well. When he was at that Super Bowl in Houston and doing Radio Row, we did a thing where um, we put all these uh, – like a dartboard up and he had to throw the darts and wherever he landed, like corresponded to a question. He was so cool. I mean, that's silly and whatever. He was so cool about it and very comfortable in front of the camera even then, but who could have saw this? It's crazy to think too. I mean, we've now gotten to the point where the chiefs have become the Patriots of the, you just yeah. don't, you just don't count them out at all. It's no. like, they're the same thing. We joked about it here. Like this was the one year where you thought maybe you could fade the chiefs and here they are back in the super bowl again. You cannot kill this team. You no. cannot beat them. And that's why when people are like Travis Kelsey is going to retire, Andy Reid's going to retire. Why? Yeah. You're, you're attached to Mahomes. You, this is all time <laughs> legacy stuff. And you're right. This probably was the year they could have gotten tripped up and all those other AFC quarterbacks fell by the wayside. And their defense is great. Steve Spagnolo is awesome yeah. as their defense coordinator. Zero head coaching hires. Like, yeah, they're not going anywhere. If they stay together, who knows what they could achieve. Our boss, Spike Eskin, yeah. program director, WFAN, CBS Sports Radio. I know, not, not for much longer. Say, not not for much though, longer. So. I know. Now, single tier. Philly I'm legend. Now. Single, yeah, yeah. I'm like Pearl off at an Elvis-themed wedding. Oh, my God. Single <laughs> tier for Spike. I, I, did t I did cry on that phone conversation, but. He's all about the opinions. That was the, yep. the big advice he always gave me. What advice would you give him now that he's going back to the <laughs> afternoon job? Oh, my gosh. I can't give Spike. I call him Slumdog Millionaire because yeah. I'm like, your whole life has been set up for all of these moments. Um, listen. Four hours of radio. Oh, gosh. I mean, get used. This is what he's got to get used to this again. And I know this because I did local radio. You got to be cool with talking about the same stuff all the time mm -hmm. every day yeah yankees lineup mets lineup that was my life um at fan but for him it's Esteban gonna be floor y'all why is he up i mean you want to talk a little miguel and duhar what went <laughs> yes, wrong i'm yes. there for you but you know getting used to having to really dive into the nitty-gritty he does it obviously with the sixers with the rights to ricky sanchez but getting getting used to that's gonna be fun for him New York sports radio and Philly sports radio, so different than D.C. Every time I listen, I just like, it's just fans there, just different. It's just, it's a, it's a whole other Have world. a take. Yo, Have yeah, you have to, without question. Maggie Gray, every Good weekday stuff. morning, CBS Sports Radio. Thanks for coming on Thank with us. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate back. it. I know you've had a very long day because you were up at probably like midnight. So, you know, it's, it's very impressive. This is how I roll. Hey, you know what? Damn it, it's impressive. It's Pet MGM tonight.